Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T in 5 for the morning of Thursday, December 24th, 2020. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Boise State has released a statement indicating collegiate sports associates will add to its scope of work with the university and assist in the football head coach search. Further, the original search timeline for the director of athletics position targeted a higher date of March 2021. The significance of both the AD and head football coach to our program calls upon us to accelerate our process. Multiple outlets are reporting that the Broncos will interview Montana State head football coach Jeff Choate, who was an assistant at Boise State from 2006 to 2011. The Athletics' Stuart Mandel believes Boise State moving to the AAC makes sense for both parties, noting that, quote, I'd imagine ESPN would give the AAC a nice bump from its current $83 million deal, especially after losing the Mountain West to Fox last year. Boise itself would get a nice little payday too. Its cut of the Mountain West Conference deal is less, up to only $5.7 million a year, than the AAC members currently get, which is around $7 million. As to whether the Broncos' addition would position the AAC as a Power 6 conference, Mandel points out that it would be up to the marketplace. No question, he writes, an AAC with Boise on top would separate itself further from the other G5 leagues. But the Power 5 would still be the Power 5. That jump from about 5 to 7 million a year is pennies compared to the jump from that to the Pac-12's $31 million per school deal, which itself is the lowest among the Power 5 conferences. Nebraska AD Bill Moose, who will turn 70 early in the new year, comments on his contract that runs through the end of 2022. We're going to move the dial here, Moose said, and I don't want to be looking at that success from afar. I have every intention of fulfilling the contract. I've got plenty of gas in the tank. That's not a question. Auburn President Jay Googe sent an email to supporters last night before today's introductory presser of the new head football coach Brian Harson and continued to press on accurate reporting with the Tigers' search. Googe said, It is also important to remember that not everything that is reported or posted on social media is accurate when it comes to coaching searches. In fact, some of it is disruptive, inaccurate, and malicious. In our coaching search, for example, no candidate was told that there were stipulations on who would serve on his coaching staff, not one. Only one trustee who actually served on the search advisory group had any part in the search process. Some candidates who reportedly turned down the Auburn job were never even offered the job. One candidate that made these statements never even had an interview, much less an offer. AL.com's Tom Green points to UAB head coach Bill Clark as potentially one of those candidates mentioned. After 10 new football head coaching hires have gone to 10 white men, Yahoo's Dan Wetzel asks, is college football going to hire any African-American coaches this year? He also asks, are there no African-American diamonds in the rough? Or are these athletic directors just not combing through all the rough? What about a black head coach who could use a second shot? NAIA Aquinas College volleyball student-athlete Chloe Mitchell, who has 2.6 million followers on TikTok and tens of thousands on other platforms, has started to monetize her name, image, and likeness after NAIA rules went into place in October. In COVID-19 news, in a span of nine days starting Thursday, the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area is slated to host five bowl games, two of which, the Rose Bowl and the New Mexico Bowl, were relocated to that area after other areas in the country presented insurmountable local restrictions. Oxford College of Emory University epidemiologist Zachary Binney said, It's disappointing but not surprising to see a kind of race to the bottom in terms of finding somewhere that will allow you to halt the bowl game and maybe have the maximum number of fans. 
This is what happens when you don't have any sort of organized national response. It becomes every man in every state and every locality for themselves. The capacity at AT&T Stadium for the Cotton Bowl and Rose Bowl games will be capped at 17,815. Both of New Mexico State's basketball teams will begin their home schedules of whack play at Grand Canyon's various venues. The Aggies men's basketball and women's basketball squads will tip from Antelope Gymnasium and the Canyon Activity Center, respectively, in January. UTSA head football coach Jeff Trailer has tested positive for COVID-19 but has no symptoms. He is in self-isolation while the team continues to prepare for its Saturday bowl game against Louisiana. A statement from the athletic department said, In the event Jeff Trailer is not cleared to travel with the team to Dallas, associate head coach and offensive coordinator Barry Lunny Jr. will serve as the acting head coach on Saturday. And the LA Times' is Ben Bolch asked the Pac-12 why more officials weren't on site as backup options after the men's basketball tip between Oregon and UCLA was delayed yesterday and eventually postponed while the league awaited COVID-19 testing results of the officials. The league's response included these updates. Number one, game time, location, travel, and COVID-19 testing impacted the ability to have a standby official available for Wednesday's contest. Standby officials will be available at all league games beginning December 31st. And two, UCLA can request reimbursement from the AD Council. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of December 24th. We're off for the rest of the weekend, but I'm Connor Newcomb saying happy holidays, and we'll see you back here on Monday morning.